Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Let's go. Let's have a little run. Yeah, let's go Let's for go. Run. Let's go. Let's go for a run. Running with Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. It's, um, uh, it's uh, Monday morning. Monday, Monday morning. Park and walk Different weather this this Yeah, Monday. a little bit different, a little bit overcast. It feels like it's just about to rain. Yes. It's quite I a think. nice feeling. Yeah, it's Particularly nice. Particularly if then it doesn't. It's, uh, yeah, it should be fine. Have you had a good weekend? You've been all right? Yeah, I am. Um, uh, it was fantastic yesterday because uh, as an employee of the National Gallery, yeah. Um, my wife took us to a uh, private view there. Right. Oh, nice. I think okay. what they're doing is they're uh, using employees yeah. to, uh, to test their um, post-lockdown, uh, well, within lockdown reopening strategy, you know? Right. So that meant like that we as a family run. got to go to the National Gallery nice. and be pretty much the only people in there. Brilliant. And it was really good, and it was, you know, central London is also like that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so quickly, we had lunch in Trafalgar Square, and, you know, within minutes, you get used to the idea that about 30 people hanging around in Trafalgar Square is kind of the normal amount, you know. Right, so there, there wasn't many people there. Not many people around yeah. at all. Right. And the space, you know, we went uh, we went across Waterloo Bridge, you know, just, just nice to see that much water and sky. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was lovely. That sounds good. It was like a Russian doll of escapism, really, because you went to town, yeah, which is lovely, and then we went to the National, which is very sort of very palatial, and then we escaped into the sweet light of all the paintings. It sounds really nice. Was there anything new there, or was it? Well, it was not a that. I, not that I know what's there anyway. Yeah, exactly. There's a Titian exhibition, but that's not actually new. Right. Those paintings I found out pretty old. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> What about you? How was your weekend? Oh, did you? I'm mean, sorry, to, if there's a personal question, but did you go to church yesterday? I went to church yesterday. Oh, yeah, it a, was. Uh, that's the first time in many months. First time in many months, and quite, quite bleak actually. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But it was very. It was like worshiping in the middle of a building site. There's so much tape, areas taped off. Yeah. 
it was so <laughs> a truncated version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was better than it was better than nothing. It was better than online stuff. Yeah. But a little bit. Hopefully, hopefully it'll ease up. What I don't understand with those things is, uh, is it going to be like that till va- till a vaccine? I, I, I don't quite understand. Well, yeah, I think that basically it's until there won't be a vaccine, whether because there's a virus, you know. But you, there is a third way where you get to a point where the spread of the disease is negligible, and the control of it could be said to be at 100 percent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you look at, for example, um, I don't mean in terms of it spread around the globe, but just in terms of in an indiv- individual. These days, you can be HIV positive. Yeah. But you can uh, be absolutely fine. You're not infectious. You're in control of it. You know what I mean? It's so it's, there is a there's a sense of the possibility of 100% 100% you know satisfactory control that doesn't rely on a cure. And this is a good thing because no one's ever cured a virus. Yeah, but they've only treated them. But it's but for that to happen it's as far as I understand it it's got to it, it, it has to spread in some way, doesn't it? It, it can't it's not going to it doesn't just disappear as far as I understand it. No, I mean, but it's like, you know, it's like the bubonic plague. It still exists. Someone, someone could get it and have go, whoa, you yeah. want to get to the doctors. Yeah. It's virtually... Dis- but yeah, I know what you're saying because... It's virtually gone in London, that's what I'm saying, but... I don't... I, yeah. Well, it has, in terms of cases, etc. But it's an old population that goes to church. I get it. Yeah. I just don't know where... Little things like this, and we won't talk about it for a long time, little things like um, there's, a, there's a point in the mass where you give each other the sign of peace. Yeah. So normally that's how you'd shake hands. Yeah, yeah. Obviously that's not going to happen. No. But pre-lockdown... So you just give them the Vs. Well, no, but, but I mean, pre-lockdown, they'd say, give each other the sign of peace and you just wave from a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly acceptable. Not, not much, but a gesture to some kind of fellowship. Yeah, yeah. But now they've cut that from the liturgy altogether. Oh, gosh, that's telling, isn't and it? And I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah, because I you literally still don't be giving understand why. the sign of peace. Yeah, we still kind of... We've become so atomised and in, and in, as individuals, we're not even reaching out symbolically over a distance, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which spirit, I found a little bit... Spiritually, that's a bit worrying. I found it? it I found it a little bit odd. But, you know, it's bound to be imperfect, isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's so much to think about, isn't there? The closest experience we had to that was like a kind of, oh, OK, so there we are. Going back to what you were saying about the tape and the building site factor, is that there's another place... My wife works is the British Museum. Right. And we walked past there yesterday. And it's just all... They've clearly gone, oh, well, that's good. We can get the building work done. So yeah. the whole front of it is completely, like, boxed in yeah. and scaffolded <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just doesn't look like they've got any yeah. plans to reopen anytime soon. Which is... Yeah, it's a weird... It's a funny old thing. It's a weird phrase. I'm also, I'm also coming off a... Uh, in the interest of transparency, I'm coming off a bit of a... Major parental fail last night. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to say two bottles Sunday, but we've got another. No, no, absolutely not. In fact, if I'd done that, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, no, completely sober weekend actually. That's just good fun. Good fun and different. (laughs) Uh, No, it was just it was just a row between the two sons. Yeah. They just had a row. 
And I don't know what you're like, but when I see when my kids, when I see my kids rowing, I really don't like it. Yeah. And when they start to see really hurtful things to each other, I just really don't like it. Yeah, yeah. And so I tend to react by getting in the middle and just losing my temper. Great. Just really chills it out. Just you to know? really, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's uh, just to really. Oh, kind of, I hate this. I'm going to exacerbate yeah, it. Just to really diffuse the tension. Yeah, yeah. Good. But it was. Uh, so you got in the middle and made it worse. I just got in the middle and made it worse. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, sort of upsetting both parties. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just a bit of a just massive mismanagement, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just felt just feel a bit stupid after that. And how did you leave didn't, it? Was it resolved? Didn't sleep so well. Well, one of them went off to stay at another mate's house. Yeah. He was upset. And one of them's... Fu- I mean, it's just fine. I mean, I, I apologise to everyone and whatever, but it's just an atmosphere. Yeah. As we crest Monday. I love a party with a happy atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would like to say you live and learn, but it's a bit of a... Statistics suggest that's yeah, it's, not the It's case. a bit of an Achilles tendon for me. When my kids are rowing, I'm really bad at dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. It's conflict really... in life, though, to, you know, to be fair to yourself and to everyone, conflict is tough. Yeah. You know, there's no... Sorry. It rarely... Um, I rarely, to the point of never, helps. And yet, the temptation is so strong, you know? Yeah. Because we think that we don't want any conflict, but it's true. But actually, when you know what what is right, when you have a strong opinion, then you're desperate to... Yes. It's like, I'll stop routing once I've made my point. To get in the middle of it, yeah. And that is not the same thing. Yeah, it's sort of... With me, I don't mind a good old row. But it's just when... when, when just into family, just kids stuff. You think, I didn't grow... I didn't bring you up to row with each other. Yeah. You know, but obviously kids are going to row, aren't they? Absolutely. You know? <laughs> it's my brother's birthday this weekend. Right. And I didn't... Uh, have much to do with him then, so I don't know yeah. if we count as kids. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of. Uh, but I won't, I won't, I won't mind. But we're coming off the back of a a weekend where there's some ki- there's some kids around the house. This guy's been trying to get past for ages. We yeah. just let him go. Sorry, love. I, was, I wouldn't mind, but we're just coming off the back of a weekend where one of our, one of my son's mates is going through it with his family. They're having real rows, and the dad's left house, and loads, loads of drama. Yeah. And he was like talking so to me. do with the safe space. Well, no, yeah, no, he was talking to me on Friday, saying, it's great when I'm with you lot, because you get on so well, and yeah. you get, you know what I mean? He was like, and on some level, he's saying, look, every family's got problems, but there's a little bit of you thinking... Yeah, do you know what? We are, we are quite good at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit hoisted. Yeah. It's the kibosh, isn't it? Yeah. Classic. Classic kibosh. Just fell for it, fell for it. It's like all this talk about the... Uh, hey. A lot of very nice words about the uh, comedy policeman. And, uh, you know, people joining in with what you were saying about doing a whole episode. Yeah. And uh, it's like, <laughs> this is... Uh, you know, it's not like it's a delicate flower, but <laughs> <laughs> improvisational comedy is, is not completely bulletproof. And there's a possibility that this thing could become overcooked. <laughs> and I think there's an analogy there. It remains, it remains in our locker. Yeah. 
I'm sure it will unearth itself. What a shame about old uh, Ennio Morricone. Yeah. Is that the right pronunciation, Morricone? Ennio Morricone. Well, yeah. it depends how Italian you want to pretend to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic. It's my son is uh, doing a OBA exam this week. All right. Okay. Uh, virtual. Right. Obviously, OBA exam for his grade six. Yeah. And he's playing Gabriel's OBA. Right. Which is the most beautiful, the most famous bit of Oba music. So, and of course, that's Morricone. Yes. So, yeah. very uh, Deering-centric take. But I yeah. hope that he can take inspiration from Ennio Morricone and indeed pay tribute yeah, so by much. playing a really nice... Yeah. So much good stuff. Oh, really good. Yeah. The Untouchables uh, soundtrack. I think if there was any Ennio Morricone soundtrack film yeah. I'd want to go and watch today, a lot of people would be talking about, I mean, how many to choose from, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, once upon a time in America, once upon a time in the West. But uh, The Untouchables would be num- number one. We came, of course. Of course, we used... Uh, I was looking at it this morning. It was... Uh, from the Once Upon a Time in America soundtrack, Childhood Memories, yep. Morricone, when, Rach, when uh, me and Rachel got married. Yeah, she excellent. came into church. Brilliant. I was the saying pa- to... Bring in the pan pipes. I was saying to the self-saint son this morning, what I love about it, because we were listening to uh, Classic FM. Right. Classic FM. Yeah. As we do, as is our want in the, of a weekday breakfast. And... Um, he, they played uh, the good band, the ugly. Ugly. It was yeah. good, obviously, fantastic music. But I was saying to my son, I was saying, "There's a. This is a mildly snobby classical rendition of this song." Right. And Morricone was was better than that because it, you always got that, particularly in that Western era. There's like you say, you've got those crazy kind of mariachi trumpets yes. and distorted electric guitars of over the and top crazy moments. instruments yeah. that go boo yeah. and whistles and people going ah just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's actually even just talking about how much I love the the Untouchable soundtrack just made me think. Yeah, but what about the man with the harmonica? From uh, yeah. Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. Which is, I hope that wasn't the one you came into, because that's pretty... Yeah. <laughs> really doom-laden. It's pretty over the top, anyway. <laughs> Sampled very memorably on a song, I think, by The Orb. Was it really? Back in, uh, back in the day. And by back in the day, I think you know what day I'm talking about. Yeah. It was pretty much getting on into the next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the sun's come out. Yeah, and, and it didn't rain. Right. Big grey cloud. In fact, I'm taking a picture. There's a cur- currently oh. been a stay of execution for this rain cloud. <laughs> so, yeah, my dad got me onto Enya Morricone. He loved that stuff. I thought of my dad this weekend. In fact, I think I was. I think I started thinking about my dad a lot because it was my brother's birthday in a strange, kind of convoluted way. And he just, for better or worse, I've been all over the dad memories this weekend. Really nice, but a bit emotionally uh, raw, you know? Yeah, of course. But anyway, I woke up on Saturday morning. I think I talked the other day, talking to the kids about how whenever I get a song really badly stuck in my head, I always think of a dad because he had that 
you know, he basically would get in trouble with my mum. Right. Because he had, A, he'd been singing the same song for a week. Yeah. <laughs> B, he had songs which every time something came up, he'd sing them. Right. You know, so when my mum worked with a woman called Lucille, she'd say, I was talking to Lucille today. And my dad would say, Lucille, <laughs> you won't do your sister wheel. And that, that, that little model of conversation. It's a fan time. I'm like a thousand times. <laughs> I'm a bit like that, I must say. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, that's it. It's, uh, we live My dad irritate. was not alone in this. And yeah, yes. exactly, the buttons we pushed. Yeah. But um, I thought about it. I realised, I can't remember what set me off. I realised on Saturday morning that... If my dad was not only still alive, but also he's still, a, you know, compass mentors, yeah, he go. would, um, since the beginning of the lockdown, he'd have been singing Staying In by Bobby V. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, because he loved that song, but he loved it in a kind of masochistic way, because he knew it was silly rubbish. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. that golden era of kind of rock and roll becoming bubblegum pop. And uh, do you know Staying In? Go on, sing it. It's nothing to do with the lockdown. It's about, it must be an American term. It's a real high school. It's Staying In is Detention, right? Right, oh yeah. So it's it's a great song. It goes, uh, wait a minute, let's see if I get this right. It goes, uh, I punched my buddy in the nose after lunch. Now I'm in trouble because the dean saw the punch. (laughs) He was saying things I didn't like about her. So I punched him in the cafeteria. <laughs> Stay nice. in it. Stay in it. So yeah, and it's a definitely staying in. It's, yeah. it's a lockdown classic, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, Steve, don't worry, I, th- I don't think the estate of Bobby V are going to get in touch. <laughs> but if they do, then I can only apologise for bringing the podcast into disrepute. And did, have you been doing much, much of the old running? Yeah, so I slightly pushed the mileage last week. Right. Just I wanted to break 40. Yeah. Because I'd been drifting higher and higher above my set 30. Yeah. And I thought, well, let's imagine we're in a training cycle and push it up. And in the end, I, you know, I sort of still... I, there was some effort, but I overshot it. Forty in a bit. Right, good for you. I enjoyed all the running. It was really nice. Yeah. But I'm losing uh, losing pace. My last couple of fast runs, you know, they're a good. They're not just a little bit slower. They're they're a good minute off. Right. Um, What's he doing? Five k's. I was doing like a month before. Right. I kind of twice in succession, a couple of weeks apart. But I got to the point where I was steadily hitting. Kind of 6.45-ish miles. Yeah. I can't get under a seven-minute mile now. And uh, it's one of those things. I don't think it's a big deal, and I'm sure I'll be back again, and it's to do with mileage and everything. But it's... You've got to be... There's a dog in the woods, by the way. Hello, sir. Just randomly sprinting. Oh, there's an owner. No, there was no dog there. That's where the black and white dog died. hundred years again. Um... Maybe, so, but could it be just a bit of boredom with it, maybe? Maybe I'll just some kind well, of... It's interesting you said it, because I have been trying to shake it up. As you know, the one before was at Hackney Marshes. Yeah. Which was... Yeah, that was designed to chiffing me into doing it fast, or not yeah. faster, but accessing my speed. Yeah. And then 
I was back on my normal course on Saturday, and I think you make an interesting point, because it feels like it's there, but maybe it isn't, you know, it's just just trying to work out why I can get it, get it sometimes and not others. Yeah. So if anyone's got any tips. The other thing is, I feel a bit heavy. Right. I don't think I am. I don't think I've put on any weight. I think sometimes when I'm good about my other exercises, they can leave me feeling a bit, a bit muscly, a bit yeah. <laughs> either heavy from doing the exercise or muscle heavy. I don't know. Yeah. Either that or it's drinking lager and eating chips. But I don't do very much of that. I don't mean to be facetious in any way, but you are aware of the measuring device around weight. Yes. Do you have one? Yes, I do. Because we don't even have one. Yeah, I weigh myself every week. And right. last week, this is the, uh, I've been the most consistent, my weight has been the most consistent it's been. Right. This year. Right. Ever. So, statistics would suggest that uh, there's no change there. Right. Even though you know, you know, you and listeners know that I've been good and bad and yeah. drunken and not drunken and so on and so forth. But um, Cause an awful I did forget to weigh myself last week. So the paranoid right. part of me thinks, well, well, what you've done there is you've accidentally put on a stone. A l- an, awful, an awful lot of people, mostly of the non-running variety, have put on loads in the last few months. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I'm, bump- I'm seeing mates now that I haven't seen since March. Some of them are like, they're like different people. Yeah, yeah, they just haven't done anything, bless them. And they've eaten loads. It's a very real risk, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's easily done, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If mean, I had running, I'd have, been, I'd have been exactly the same. It's like, I was going to say it's like all kinds of things. I think we can understand it. It's like everything. I think the, the way... Oh, look at this. We haven't been here for a while, or maybe we have, but we've just come through. Look, this is your original... Jurassic Park for you. Yeah. Doesn't that look great? Yeah, it's beautiful around here. It's got a real sense of drama. High drama. I think what it is is there's no one sitting on this bench. Yeah. So yeah. we can actually stop here a minute. Rather than coming past going, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Um, sorry. So um, I think everything I've done in the last few months is... A modulation of stuff I was doing already. You know, it's really hard not to. Uh, I think the reason I've eaten healthy is because I had some healthy eating rules in place. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I would have. There's no way I would have started being vegan or started doing the 16 8 fast. Yes, yeah, yeah, in yeah. March. Yeah. It's true of everything, really, isn't it? Yeah, there's too much going on, wasn't there? Yeah. It's anyone who thought in March I'm going to learn the trumpet or. Uh, writing a novel, you know, he says writing a book, but you know, my book was there, it was planned out. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. It it's funny when uh, you meet, because we're meeting up with people and having little things in gardens and stuff, and people are talking about mid March, aren't they? And late March, like, like a sort of war that we've all that we all went through. Yeah. You know, like the yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. the early days of it, how people found it. Yeah. It's very traumatic for oh, people. Oh, it was a moment. Wasn't yeah. It? But then what we've got now is like we're saying it's a modulation at the moment. Yeah. Everything is a modulation. You know, we, I think that that is, that's what's happening with me being able to run fast and then not run fast and feeling good about running, not feeling about running, is that we, 
think we have up times and down times and kind of just go along in a wave. But you always have to remind yourself of that because we, our perception of it is based on uh, some kind of normal, some kind of this is this. Yeah. This is where I'm at. And a sense that when we do change, we just gradually make everything better. Yeah. <laughs> Learn all the lessons do all the exercise, make all the right decisions. Yes. You just yeah. get better and better. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. It doesn't always work like Neither that. Neither of those things are true. Although, today, I am feeling better then. Although, last week, I really enjoyed the podcast. It's funny someone reached out and said that they had trouble running hungover. Yeah. I don't, I don't find it troublesome at all to run hungover. No, no. I, in my, Slightly worrying. In my book, one of my <laughs> runs in my book is... I mean, I, part of the reason I got into running is because of running hungover. Yeah. When I was first, when I first lost weight, I still hadn't really got into running. I'd started going to the gym. Yeah. That was what had happened. And I was just, you know, I was playing at it. I was going, trying all the machines out and seeing what would happen. And um, it's true that I got on the treadmill. Here we go. Here we go. And did... Uh, Five minutes fast walking and five minutes running. Yeah. And I was pretty amazed that I'd done it. But even that, you don't think of that as running, would you? You just think of it as a good bit of exercise. Yes, yeah. And uh, and I think I'd doubled that. So I'd done 20 minutes on a treadmill and gone, wow, this is still half walking, half running. And thought, I can't believe it. You know, this is a new experience for me. And then I went to Southampton Jonglers. So use my yeah. three drinks token on one bottle of terrible white wine. Yes, yes. Which I drank. Fall in there. You know, which is designed... There's not much else to do at Southampton no, Jonglers, is there really? No, but it's like pebble dashing your soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just to wake up the next day thinking, now, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, there's a L- physical hatred of, of myself. A lot of pain, yeah. Oh, God, it was awful. So, but there was a gym attached to the hotel. Or rather, you know, there wasn't. Oh, we've got a gym. Oh, have you? Where is it? It's five minutes down the road. It's actually a closed-down school, you know. So it's right. this gym, yeah. which is like a Victorian um, sports hall place. Not very gymmy at all. A lot of not really used machines. Right. And a lot of kids playing basketball and generally hooning around. So the only thing that was there that I could get a go on, really, was a treadmill. And I went on it for 40 minutes. Nice. Five minutes walking, five minutes running. Four times. And uh, it was entirely facilitated by the fact that it was pretty much the only place my soul could go. Yes. From within that hangover. Yeah. And that 40 minutes on my feet is... Was a blooming, you know, it's, in, it's the dinosaur that evolved into this run we're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, running hungover is central to my running experience. It's not the, the most important thing. No, and sometimes but it's, but it we, is. we're sophisticated enough to know that sometimes it's not ideal. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's very restorative. Yeah. I mean, you feel a bit daft because sometimes you feel your muscles are a bit... They're a bit poisoned, aren't they? You've got to be careful. You've got to stretch a bit sometimes before yeah, you're running right. over. You've got to... But in terms of... No, and I never... I always... You know, that basically, if you've got alcohol in your system, you change your body chemistry. Right. So, like, I would never have a drink at lunchtime if I was going to do exercise in the afternoon or whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And really, it's hypocritical to then 
get up in the morning and go for a run without calling yourself. Oh, look, yeah. the loos are open. Yeah. The toilets. The toilets. The home I get words. Oh, got it wrong. Yeah. And we, don't, we didn't need to go. We didn't Mate, go. Incredible. How Absol- ironic. Absolutely incredible. Once you know they're there, you don't need to go. That's right. That's it. So I don't, we wouldn't recommend it at all. No, 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 we wouldn't. But it, it's, it's certainly not something that... I find hard, it, but it, I find it a bit irritating sometimes. It's just like, here I am again, yeah. having a kind of slightly substandard run because of my own choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I all, but I don't. It doesn't trouble me probably as much as it should do. So but the play, playgrounds are open, which is nice. Absolutely ups and downs, highs and lows. Because um, first of all, I would say that there's a sort of worrying thing here, which is worth noting is maybe the reason. It's not just that we can run out hangovers because we are good at hangovers, you know. <laughs> when I said about jonglers, you were like, oh, yeah, we've all done it. It's like, that's what we were doing all the time. Good at so the, <laughs> the thing that we were used to was that Saturday morning, including a run in it, was like pretty basic. We but the other thing hangover medal. Like saying about accessing a bit of speed or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a funny little dialogue with one's. Uh, between your ego and your id. Yeah. You know, that run I had, that disappointing marathon I did this time last year. Yeah. I said before, just having my own voice in my head, wide awake and clear, was a pain to me. Right. And that was partly a product of being fit enough. You yeah. know, being fit and ready for the day. Right. So that my own persona was like a unhelpful uh, companion. Right. Okay, here we go. Lovely pace. Yeah. Good steps. Well done. Keep going. That's one mile. Well done, Rob. Listening to music. This is a good song. Let's carry on. Another mile. Let's go. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! That's me. Well, that's that's a funny little exercise. He's shadow boxing a, a floating ball in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, quite a lot like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, the blast shield down. I can't even see. Actually, can we go down there? So I might use that one. Actually. Yeah, good. Oh, now he needs to turn. Now I need it. It's a trigger. Yeah, she had the guy was wearing, you know, he had his hood up. Yeah. On a little sort of, uh, got dual purpose, really, because it must be protecting his head. But also, he's got the, like, Mac on, like you, like, when you want to have a bit of a sweat. No, he needs to get the sweat on, yeah. And he's boxing a soft foam rubber ball. In front of him, yeah. Really what? fluid, really. And, you know, that's a, sparring is good exercise, right? So that's a good yeah. way of doing in the park. No, I've got a lot more respect for him than that guy I saw on Hackney Downs, who was, he had a, like a small telegraph pole. Right. And he was dragging it backwards across the grass. Yeah. And as he did it, he bobbed like this. He went right. up one side, up right. the other side, up the other side. And I was like, yeah, I can see that would be good exercise. Well, here's a guy, here's a guy here. Why? Is that Tai Chi? He's a guy doing Tai Chi. That's great. I love watching Tai Chi. Beautiful. Me and my wife had a good joke once. God, it was a long time ago. But anyway, we were passing a little hall, church hall in Oxford somewhere. Right. And it said Tai Chi has been cancelled. And we had fun being the people getting angry in the Tai Chi style. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> slow hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. My guts. Sorry to get onto it. But Go on. <laughs> get onto it. My digestion is, 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 really, is really rubbish. In what way? I just, you know, people getting out in the early hours of the morning for a run. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Can't do it. Couldn't do it, no. No. I'm a slave to it, you know. It starts to, act, like to it, it activates Once this is you. all over, I'm going to go and see Dr. Gillian McKeith. Yeah. She's a real doctor, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had uh, we went to Devon last week um, to Croyd. Lovely. And I had a couple of I had a couple of really nice runs. We've we've got to go there at some point. Where it's exactly? Where? Beautiful. Tell, tell the well, it's Croyd, and then Baggy Point. Oh yeah, it's around Baggy Point yeah. and into. Uh, into Putzborough. Yeah. And it's just great round Baggy Point. It's just sort of granite cliffs, really austere, really open, but really beautiful. Yeah. Quite brutal in a way. But this is re- re- an incredible coastline, isn't it? The whole oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really... It's, it's uh, North Devon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's North Devon. It's hilly, but not too much. Yeah. And, um... No, I yeah, saw a garden there. A couple of weeks ago on Gardener's World. Right. Um, there was a, uh... Incredible! But now these people are doing exercise with their things. It's all happening today. It is, yeah. So that's their walking group, and they've stopped to do exercises with their um, with their walking up walking poles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way of mixing it up. Everyone's at it. I, after we ran on. Uh, Oh, we get back to Devon, that's what we're talking about. But after we ran on uh, Hackney Marshes the other day, yeah. going home, the swifts, that kind of cloud of swifts all around us, just, for, you know, right across the middle, there was thousands of them. Really? Right. And, uh, and uh, you know, trying to ca- get photos of them. And the only other person there was a guy who cycled right to the middle of the marshes, got off his bike, took his top off. Right. He did some yoga and he went. But I don't think he even did a session of yoga. I think he just did... His salutation to the sun. Right. And then went again. Nice. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, you know. Yeah. How that guy do his Tai Chi and those walkers and the sparring been a, It's all good, isn't it? There's been a rise in sort of improvisational exercise. Yeah. So I think the idea of exercise as something that's just an intrinsic part of life as opposed to 
something that you do at certain times. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You see people just... You don't need to join a club. No, it's... it's that Although, was having said that, did you go to uh, Thingamajig last Tuesday? No, because I was in Devon. Oh, God, you were. Yeah, I was away. I was in Devon. I was just running against my fast 5Ks if you'd been feeling any improvement. No, not really. I mean, I'll be, I'll be looking to go tomorrow. Yeah. I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. You'll have been proud of me last... Yesterday, we had... Uh, Vegetarian meatballs. Wow, yeah. I did think of you. You should have phoned me. I thought... I, thought, <laughs> I, did, I, said, I actually said to her, I said, Rob would be proud. <laughs> As we tucked into our noodles and stir-fried veg. It was great. Just incredible. Yeah. Just imagine <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just one day with no meat. It was just... <laughs> oh, it's a, it was a heady, so, see, sometimes heady feeling. <laughs> Heady. No, it wasn't Heady. No Heady, no body, no limbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No body at all. <laughs> well, well done you. And we ended, well up, we ended up seeing... We ended up watching loads of sort of horror films. Have we, you watched... Can I just ask this? Yeah. Have you watched Julie and Julia yet? No. Why haven't you watched that? I haven't seen that yet. What's no. that all about? I'm waiting to see and it. And are you on Strava? No, no. Well, I mean, none of know, these what things. What are you doing with your time, <laughs> None of these I don't know things. why we bother... We saw Midsummer, which was amazing. I've heard tell that that's a good film. It was. It, it, it's psychologically quite disturbing, but it's so beautifully shot. It's, yeah. it's an incredible film, actually. And then we saw a really silly horror called The Visit. Right. And then we saw a really stupid, silly one called Sinister. But Sinister was one of those where I had to let the dog out right at the end of the, the night before I got to bed, and I was scared to... Look for it in the garden. It was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those horrors. <laughs> I like it when you say it's really silly as well because it's so. There's something annoying about a film which gets the correct emotional effect out of you whilst you still know it's rubbish. Yes. Do you yeah. Know what I mean, it's like, oh, it's, damn it, it's got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very suggestible when I'm watching horror films. But I'm not uh, when it comes to recommendations of Nora Ephron films. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do that much running. We had our we did the podcast on Monday, and then I, t- I did a couple of 10K runs around Baggy Point. We had a 10-mile walk as well, so that yeah. that gives you something, doesn't it? And, then and I, I think t- the walking's a difficult one, isn't it? When you've got a good, you know, when it comes down to it, me, we do keep up with our running, and you always, me, more recently, we tend to, we run most days, right? Yeah. The walk is wonderful, yeah. but you've got to kind of factor it in. Yes. Last couple of weeks... As a family, we've walked miles on Sunday. Right. You know, we walk miles in London. You know, you end up pretty foot sore. Yeah. Just walking the pavements and so on. Yeah. And Sunday's my only day in the week I don't do any exercise. Yeah. So, I kind of think... But it's still a big day if yeah, you walk loads. Yeah, it's yeah and, it, and you just go into the next week thinking, well, I'm aching. Yeah. Because the other thing that I've noticed is that when you're training quite a lot, you have to remember that the days when it hurts... Other days when you're not doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sorry. So you did a couple of runs in Devon and a long walk, and, and then I just, I just. Uh, was it just the two of you? Did, did just you? And no, we uh, we went out with George and his mate, and it was really nice. And they're such good company to go and run on walks with. So enthusiastic about nature and re- just really into it. Um, and then I just did. I just did 10k yesterday. Yeah. I didn't really do a long one. I did, no, I did about eight miles, so... Any pace at any point? No, no pace. Actually, there was a bit of sustained sort of thresholdy stuff in, uh, in Devon, kind of. Yeah. A few sort of sub-seven-minute miles along the way kind of thing. But it was most... But it was really nice because it was... There's one way of doing the runway. You've got about two and a half miles 
gradually downhill oh, that's on a soft surface. Such a good access. So you could stick a few sub sevens and sort of feel like a, like a decent runner, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, really and, nice. and you're still doing it, you know. You, you've still got to. Yeah, you still got to turn your legs over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And some days you won't. You know, it's like when you're going downhill near the end of a marathon. And you're thinking, what's this about running fast downhill? Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. It really kills. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember that. Yeah, you made me think of Arthur's Seat. You know, when you go down the middle of Arthur's Seat there, and it's really yeah. quite a steep hill, and it doesn't feel like one because you've been climbing. And you just think, oh, yeah, this is just flat, and I'm just as fast as the wind. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're running like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read that book by uh, about ultra running by... Uh, Adharanan for Harahan. Adharanan Finn. Yeah. Adharanan Finn. I have had and um, <laughs> and uh, I've had a I've had a beer and um, really good book actually. It's called The Rise of the Ultra Runners. Yeah. Because we talked to him initially when he was sort of researching that book and just yeah he was just journey. starting on it wasn't he? So hopefully we'll get him into chat. Yeah, we must talk again. And it was just really inspiring. I think when we talk again, you should probably say his name, right? I will do. <laughs> Undoubtedly, I will do. And now, hey, and uh, Dar- we nearly uh, we and are Dar- coming to the world. We, we came very close to doing an interview run this week. Hopefully next week. Yes, we'll see. But um, he just devoted his life to running a series of uh, ultras. Yeah, and he's a decent runner. And it was just really inspiring to, to watch it. The journey went through. He does it really well, along with history of ultras and yeah, yeah, yeah. all the stuff he likes to talk about. He talks a lot about running form and the best trainers and stuff. It's quite in, there's a lot of information there. But yeah, it's a really, really good book. He's a very, uh, very informative running writer. Yeah, but he is. you still feel his philosophy, isn't it? Yeah, there's a bit of a, there's well. a journey there going on yeah, as well. Yeah, it's great. And so easy going. Yeah. And kind of really distracting from the yeah, he's from a, his achievements. <laughs> he's a quality writer. Yeah. 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 I look forward to seeing him again. Um, but I think that I was thinking today that I I just need to mix it up more. I think I've been relying too much on going out once and going fast, and just more and more getting in the habit of running really slowly the whole rest of the time. You know. Do you ever do you ever do little? Little bursty bursts. Is it in? Was it? Would it be within your running on your own vocabulary to yeah, not sprint really. to the next lamppost? Sort yeah, of thing? I don't. Not really, because I'd be kind of thinking about the running a bit too much. Right. I tend to. I, I, I want to. Right. You know, in principle, I think that'd be a really good way to be fit. But in practice, Whoa! oh, careful. You all right? Was that a proper twig? No, it's fine. It like it was, it, was over- ah! it was an overreaction. No, I saw a stick. Yeah. I thought you'd, <laughs> thought you'd pierced your collarbone. No. But, you know, in a funny way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're on that terrace with a great view out across London. I haven't been here for months. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I like it I've done this so many times during lockdown. What a great view, isn't what it? What have we got on the left? Muswell Hill. On I your left, so. Muswell, and then out. Out into London. That's Muswell Hill left. <laughs> That's okay. And there goes Paul on the terrace. And there's... Uh, Slightly obscure, a slightly odd angle. That's yours, mate. That's your city. Your city. One day, mate. One day. Yeah, there's people all over the city not eating meat. Time out, comedian of the year, 1996. I I, I, I ran that place. I ran it, mate. (laughs) 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 New act of the year, 1993. Hackney Empire. I bossed it, mate. I bossed that gig. Do you know what's ironic? I thought you said tired out comedian. <laughs> tired out comedian yeah. of the year. 2020. Tired out comedian 2020. Hey, I lost it. Yeah. No, I did, <laughs> didn't even do a gig, mate. Yeah. Stay in my house. Yeah. Gradually didn't even want to. 
Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> so there's been a bit of drama about that, hasn't there? About funding of theatres and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hasn't it come through? I'll yeah, they've got Reese's magic money back. It's big package for the arts. Right. I don't know quite how. So the question is, I suppose, is comedy one of the arts, isn't it? That's the big yeah, one. Yeah, and it? this organisation, the LCA. Yes. They have had comedy recognised as one of the arts, although not necessarily. Uh, that doesn't mean it gets arts funding. But right. I don't so know what, how much so that means in current political climate. I don't think anything gets arts funding. That's a step in the right direction, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's LCA, a good thing. Yeah. It's a little bit like a quieter... I don't know to what extent that was going to happen, but it feels like a quieter, slightly less dramatic Marcus Rashford moment. Yes, where yeah. Where the community said, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, what and about the us? The quite surprisingly said, yeah. oh, OK. Yeah. And of course, yeah, we, as comedians, and I don't think, I think I speak for comedians in general rather than just us two, we watch uh, trepidatiously because helping the arts is one thing and helping comedy is another because it's, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. say, it's not really... Yeah, People don't think of it as one. Also, I wonder whether the government doesn't see that much capital in it, because yeah. especially comedy tends to be full of people slagging off the government. Yeah, that's <laughs> Do you know, right. in terms of politically. You know? and, it's a, and it's a cheap date, isn't it? That's the yes, thing. yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's where we live. Eh? Yeah. Comedy is uh, what people do when they've just got a few quid and they want to have a laugh. Yeah. When they've got big money, they go to all the towers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Hamilton. Oh. Oh. The Book of Mormon. Yeah, we will see. We still seem quite a distance away from from gigs. I thought I'd rain up there. Yeah, it's going to rain. Yeah. It's going to rain, Rob. It's raining, Paul. It's started to rain, mate. Yeah, let's keep going further and further away from our houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running into the rain. Courageous warriors. So... Going back to before you got um, lanced through by that bit of wood, yeah. which went right through, I think, your spleen. Um, I like the idea of mixing it up and getting far lucky and yeah. taking myself by surprise. But at a psychological level, whatever speed I set off at, yeah. that's how fast I run. Do you and then I just forget I'm running. And sometimes that's, that works both ways, you know what I mean? Yeah. We set off like this... What are we doing? Sort of 10, we'll be doing ten and a half minute miles. Yeah, we're doing 10. And then when we're finished, if I want to run home, or in, indeed another when, five miles... When you do run home, I'll yeah. carry on right. running at that speed. Yeah. But if I set off out of my front door at parkrun pace, but then run 10k, yeah. you know, I'll get more and more tired and feel horrible. What but I should be able to get home and have run pretty much... Right. Uh, whatever it is, you know. What you need to do is, is get more childish so that you start racing people you don't know. Do you do that? Because I realise... Oh, well, it really helps. I realise I do that quite a lot. I set off, off on Sunday and after about five minutes this sort of... He looked like a footballer, which is why I started to get a bit competitive. He was sweating really heavily, really breathing hard, and he was just running a little bit faster than me. And I let him go, and then I just absolutely smashed him. Just 
Because he, he caught me when I hadn't warmed up, and then I warmed up for a couple of minutes yeah. whilst keeping him within range, which he yeah. sensed. He sensed it. Yeah. He sensed it rattle some ornery idiot's cage. <laughs> and uh, I just hear the passion with it. <laughs> he sensed it just there. There's people up here in the parks around Alexander Palace just looking up, and, you know, crows coming up out of the top. He knew of what he sensed it. He knew what he'd done. <laughs> and I said to him, no refunds. <laughs> and I charged. I absolutely charged past him. I didn't want to give him any, any opening back. to yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did the kind of classic thing when you're up overtaking people. He's always overtake them at least six, social distance, yeah. at least six feet away to the right. So, they're getting, so they've got no chance of keying into you psychologically. <laughs> And then smash! <laughs> so that, so that was that meant I did the first mile quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm disrupt, disrupt your pace, you know. Yeah, and the funny thing about that is, you know, I'm exactly the same, except less honest with myself. Right, okay, okay. As you know, right. I've been to. I told you a couple of times. I've been to Victoria Park. Yeah. And then gone round Victoria Park, and some blokes come along, and I'm like, he's not going faster than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then come out of Victoria Park, thinking, well, I'm really sweating, and get home and realise that I sprinted around Victoria Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let's get you right. I don't mind if someone is obviously going faster than me and is better. Is obviously a better runner than me. Yeah. It's the guys who aren't that annoy me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, I've got every right to run. And also, you know, I, I, I've got this kind of selfish, unrealistic memory because I used to always be running faster than this. Right. So I'm quite often pootling along. Yeah. I'm often out running on my own, running really slow. Right. And someone will come past me, and I get all miffed. So of course they're running past you. Yeah. You're not running very fast. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I'm not, I haven't really got the... not emotionally geared up for it. Oh, quick. And um, as a little, lovely little sequel to this whole thing. You know you were saying the other day that you, you were very unfortunately running only a tiny bit faster than a young woman. Yes. So you had to kind of come past and go, sorry, I don't mean, yeah, yeah, don't mean yeah, yeah. trouble. I had... Uh, that was beautifully reversed when I was coming to uh, meet you this morning. All right. It's coming at the Parkland Walk. Yeah. I could feel someone in my periphery. That was going on there. And I looked. There's this woman. She's just... Just a little She was bit. about where I am now from you. Right. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah, side. yeah. Just about a couple of metres behind me. Probably, ultimately, gradually trying to take whilst, you know, social distancing. But it just... But you can't be... She was bothering me. I said, what are you doing? So I sort of... I, I didn't want to speed up, but I reckon I sped up a tiny bit. Right. But I didn't want to make a point of it. Right. And sure enough... She sped up as well. Well, no, I thought, oh, she's gone. She's not there anymore. She's still there. Right. So I just, I just let her go past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was in front of me. And sure enough, she basically, over any small... At uh, distance, we were going at the same speed. Yeah. But give us a mile. Right. She was going faster than me. That's a little And I was just being really honest that with myself. Is awkward, that is awkward, isn't it? Like, what yeah, are you yeah, going to yeah. do? And, uh, What's happening here? I just, I, I, I didn't, I'm not going to race you. Nothing to do with me. Just out for a run. Yeah. So I just let her gently run away and just consider how incredibly old I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm so I'm a feeling really of reflection. This thing it's not just the running, I feel really dilapidated at the moment. Yeah. I really do. And and one of the things I should think I've mentioned, but I'm surprised I haven't talked about more because it's, I think about it a lot <laughs> yeah. between runs and records. It's my blooming broken toe. Right. 
Is it still hurting? <laughs> it's bad. Right. And it's not that bad. If you remember when I did it before, you know, for a minute there, it was a proper broken toe. X-rays. Right. Couldn't run. Yeah. Couldn't put a shoe on. Walking with a stick. Yes. But it healed up surprisingly quickly. I actually went from A&E to Holiday in the Lake District and was soon going up and down mountains and stuff. Right. And then just about managed to turn things around and 12 weeks later, New York Marathon. And the reason that went that way is because it's my funny toe. I've got a... uh, Dodgy toe on my right foot, hammer toe. Yeah. And that's the bone that breaks. And it's just a, it's not a, uh, it's just a, a, what do you call it? You know, a vestigial toe. Right. Doesn't do, sorry if you. Doesn't, doesn't help your motor. Is there, is there anyone listening who doesn't like this kind of thing? I should have done a little no, no, spoiler. It's, it's kind of a floating bit of bone. <laughs> but, um, uh, but that's what it is. And uh, as such, on the one hand, it really doesn't affect my day-to-day life or running or anything. Right. And on the other hand, it makes it very... It's like a little... It's quite a sensitive little spot. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, it took a bash. Right. I think I dropped a hoover yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even... I just, it, was, it didn't hurt very much. I was just like, oh, no, that's not ideal. Yeah. And I've just realised... That's ages ago. But I'm kind of tuning in and... Doubtless exacerbated by the fact that I haven't stopped running. I've done loads of running. Yeah. It feels like it did, you know, halfway through that healing period. Right. It hurts. It, well, it hurts afterwards. It makes it difficult to they're sleep. They're really awkward toes, aren't they? Because cause they're just they're never quite healed, are they? No. Because you're always walking. That's right. And does it affect the way you run? Does it no, it never has. Right, okay. It really is. It's just nothing to do with my run, thank goodness. Yeah. But it does affect the way I sleep. And I kind of think, sometimes I think, you know, I could, I could have it get better so I don't notice it and I could sleep better. Right. But I'd have to stop running for weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I can't be bothered with it. So I said, you just got to live with this ongoing grumbling. It's, it couldn't even qualify as, qualify as pain. It's more right. discomfort, you know. Yeah. And that's the bit where some just days irritation. it's just not a problem. And other days it's just, you add it to... You know, my and it's always there. shonky digestion and, you know, and I just yeah. feel like, oh, God. The, it's the, so general, the general malaise of it. I keep, uh, malaise is the word. I keep thinking, I, I do think a lot of people, are, it's not something you want to belabor because. I love where we are, by the way. Yeah, this is really nice. We're just, uh, we've come across the front of Ali Pali, but, but we're still quite out. We're on the road. So yeah. down on our right is where they have the old. The, the 10k and the, yeah. basically Crouch End is down the hill from us and behind us is Ali Pali itself and this is all long summer grass and yeah. there's no flowers it's all just leaves and grass oh, it but it's really nice. heathy isn't it it's gorgeous it is really nice and we're, like you said we're running slightly downhill yeah. so we'll pretend we're not and just imagine that we're just yeah we're great. running a little bit faster <laughs> yeah I do think I think uh, a lot of people are just slightly just slightly down. Oh, yeah. They're just operating at a bit of a different base level. It's like it's like when you meet up with mates. Yeah. You haven't got on a on a very obvious level. You haven't got that much to talk about. Yeah. Because you haven't done much. Yeah. And there's no plans. No. That's and no right. one knows any what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, maybe that's so. it. You know, we've seen it from uh, the culture. Maybe I'm just shifting into that old person's version where instead of talking about the things I've been doing, I just talk about all my minor ailments. <laughs> <laughs> I should get myself some lumbago. Yeah. In a little reference to lazy Sunday afternoons. It's your boots lumbago. 
but there's right. all, but it's also that thing of uh, in terms of jobs and stuff. Someone that's was nice. Yeah, that's very nice. Mind how you go. <laughs> oh. Mind how you go. Seriously, though, mind how you go. <sighs> there's a guy. A guy reached out on Twitter who like lost. This is very early on in the pandemic. Lost his job. Got a job working in a supermarket. Worked in a supermarket, but now that's gone because yeah. the initial panic's gone. So those jobs are getting let go of. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like now what? Yeah, you know. And it's uh, a lot of people are facing versions of that, aren't they? Oh yeah, virtually everyone. Yeah. Even my friend who's in, I don't know, she's some kind of. We always try and work out what she does with her days because she's so high level. Right. They have a lot of meetings. Yeah. But um, to work towards, you know what I mean? It's all projects and uh, right. What do you call it? Presentations. Yeah. She's big, work- big picture. Big she's picture working stuff. really hard, and the, bu- the business seems to be thriving. They've shifted to a lot more people working at home, but right. certainly no lack of work on. Yeah. But even she is like. Yeah, I'll socialise in, in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was saying the other day, we know you work hard and everything, but that's in a, you know, in the house where the kids aren't going to school and stuff. Yeah. You, gotta, you, got you to can't just that. put your life off till later. No, no, no. Whatever aspect of it it is, it's not going to play. Yeah. My mate, uh, old Julie, who's been working really hard during this pandemic, she works in television. Yeah. Desperately trying to drum up commissions, etc. Yeah. And she's been doing, like, three or four people's jobs for less money. Not complaining, cause, but she works really hard. Yeah. And then she said... Uh, and I think in some ways finds working hard quite she likes cathartic. Work, yeah. She likes working hard, yeah. But, she, com- but she, she mentioned it to management. They said, oh, we'll get someone in to help you. Yeah. So they had a three-way Zoom, her, her manager, and then this new person to help her went through all the projects. Yep. And Julie said, so that'll be great if you can help me. And the, one, the woman went, no, no, much more bigger picture than that. Yeah, I don't like doing work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the confidence yeah. to describe yourself as big picture, though. Yeah. It's quite yeah. envious. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. not my picture. I'm in a bigger picture. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. envious of that confidence because that confidence is <laughs> mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> Can we run across this bit? Because I really like this bit. Let's do it's, it. It's a, nice, it's a lovely big no. expanse. No, I won't run here with you. Oh, all right. <laughs> and that's when it ended. <laughs> thank you, listeners. It's yeah, been a fun you. time. It's been great. Uh, comedy recreation of the ending of the uh, podcast. <laughs> over. Yeah, interesting that we both uh, segued into policemen uh, about the same time. Over. There's a terrifying truth. Ter- terrifying <laughs> reality. Rob seems to be disappearing uh, into the distance. <laughs> it turns out the uh, officers we represent are, in essence, uh, closer to our true selves <laughs> than our actual selves. <laughs> The possession, the possession of running commentary by the police officers, just basically doing people for minor infringements around the neighbourhood. Seem to have oh, a dog off a leash. Oh, we're currently playing with two tennis balls as opposed to one. Over. <laughs> Waking up this morning, I went to the mirror, found myself wearing a black cap for some reason. <laughs> Bring up the uh, water cannons. Over. <laughs> so this is. Uh, Running across Ali Pali, really nice. Cricket pitch. Yeah, Beautiful cricket flat bit of grass. Yeah. Um, mind you, nice seen that lovely dog over there. I wanted to ask you, it was really nice to see uh, Billy the other day. How's yes. she doing? Billy's doing fine, actually. She had, a, she had a really long walk in Devon. 
got her 10 miles and she was absolutely knackered after that. <laughs> she, she did seem her old self when I was glimpsed her the other day. She, yeah, you she, know. She's, she's, the, she's the glue that holds us together, really. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's been perfect during this whole thing. She's been great. Oh, she sleeps on our bed every night. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> if I can fit in. No, she's lovely. When I was round uh, Paul's house the other day, it's quite early, and I glimpsed in the darkened living room. You know, you might think that it was just, you know, the drawn curtains ahead of the day, but I could just see a, a youngster's face yeah. <laughs> lit by the glow of an early telephone. Yes, yeah. Thought, no, that's basically like indoor Glastonbury in there. Yeah. <laughs> the sense of... Rachel's, Rachel often wakes up about 5am and ends up on the sofa downstairs or... There's a, a lot of wandering around in the night at us. <laughs> we approach her. Some kind of trench. Some kind of obstacle over. What's that? I wasn't listening. Oh! <laughs> ah! I'm going to get a little picture of myself in this trench. <laughs> Notice no, people watching us just thinking we're absolute idiots. It's just right? like a really minor, right about that. a really, really minor obstacle, massively exaggerated. Oh, this is uh, effect. These wood pigeons in the grass over here—they're good. Little yeah, purple backs. Don't think anyone can see us. Um, last time we were here, oh, they're going nowhere. I was trying to go around. Oh, there's loads of them. This is weird. Yeah, having a little there's pet a fest. Seems to be uh, a wood pigeon. Uh, wood pigeons operating in the lower alley pally. Over some Multiple pigeons in a long grass. Some yeah. kind of gang. Over. Perhaps we need to escape some kind of bylaw. What noise are they, mate? Wood pigeon. When we were camping, one of my children uh, was pretty sure that one of them, it might be a wood pigeon, it might be a collared dove, saying, Go to sleep, please. Yeah. Go yeah. to sleep, please. And the other one was going, it's my turn, Margaret. <laughs> it's my turn, Margaret. <laughs> so that's what they say. Are you uh, are you going to get away at all this summer? Um, I mean, I, I can't imagine you're the type to go to Malaga, but are you going somewhere in the in this country or anything? Any trips? <laughs> Off to Marbella, mate. I like <laughs> I like the circumspect way you characterise me there. I, mean, I shouldn't think. Yeah, well, I think I might say before I booked a. Welsh Holiday Cottage on a whim. Yes, yes, yes. At a yes. time when, A, we didn't know if we could go there, and B, we didn't know if we could afford it. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah. It's booked. And uh, Come on, Rishi. Come through, mate. Could pay off. So, Come through. Um, so that'd be really nice. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it's complicated, isn't it, in yeah. life, you know, to know what's going on. But I have had the luxurious um, shape of things given to me by the fact that I was doing the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. So now I'm not. Right. And all, the whole family's future plans all kind of kick off in September. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's it, uh, uh, Robert De Niro, Midnight Runner, trying to make a living. Yeah. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got, uh, it's good and bad everywhere, don't you think? Yeah, bad, yes, good, I don't know about <laughs> But, um, <laughs> So, yeah, we got a week in Devon in a place where we used to go every year when the kids were small. Right. And it's under new ownership. Yeah. And we've been wanting to get back for ages. And it is absolutely the dream. Good. Yeah, it must be our equivalent of you going to Devon. The, the running is great. The beach is amazing. Brilliant. And it'll be quite good to get there, having not been for a while and kind of 
process the memories, you know, get there with yeah. a bit of distance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have to work out how we're going to get there. And thank goodness we'll be allowed to go to Wales, otherwise we'd be pretty unpopular. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we went to Devon just as it's starting to open up. Yeah. It was opening up on the Saturday. We went to make sure the cottage was fine. Yeah. And most people are looking forward to it. Well, what's interesting, from a local's point of view, it must be quite hard to manage. He's a, you know, Rachel was sometimes... You're quite hard to manage. Yeah. Rachel was sometimes queuing to get into the post office. Yep. Bit of a pain. And this is before everyone arrived. Yeah. And then you've got Ruda, which is a camping caravan site. They were expecting 5,000 people on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that... Just from, from nothing to everything. Yeah, although you know some I mean? of it, may, it's, it does seem that, to some extent, maybe society are getting better at this. I mean, it felt like the, uh, you know, possibly slightly uh, uh, bullishly or glibly, what's the word I'm looking for? Blithely. Blithe. Yeah. Blithely, the government was like, hey, Saturday, go to the pub. Yeah. And then Facebook was the opposite. It's like, everyone's going to the pub, we're all going to die. And um, somewhere down the middle seems to be how it went. Yes, yeah, yeah. People totally. kind of didn't go too crazy, which is Yeah, I mean, Soho was impressive. Busy, but so Soho, was, but then you so was always was, good was, music, yeah. Was, exactly, and the fact that that was the only video going around yes. goes to show that there was nothing that interesting happening anywhere else. Yeah. Which is quite heartening. I mean, I, I'm Particularly not... after, <laughs> it was when the Mayor of London said, it's not like it's New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... Oh, guys, yeah. you have not been out in any city or town centre on a Saturday night no, no, ever, no. have you? No, <laughs> because it quite literally is like it's news. No, they're sort of... <laughs> so that's one... There's been many glaring lessons about this whole episode, but the, but the, the gap between most po- politician perception of what life's like and what life is like yes. has been shown consistently to be massive, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's never, in my... In my in all my experience, it's never less than you think. Yeah. And, and like yeah. you say, they've just shown it over and over again. It's like, wow, they really don't know. No. Not only have they not experienced it, they don't know anyone who has. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I was thinking that with the, the way they were talking about Saturday night and thinking about my experience of Saturday night. I was thinking, I can go on stage, or I could go on stage at any comedy club anywhere and say, it's nice here. I mean, nice in here. Out there, it's a rough nightmare. Yeah, 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 yeah. And anywhere that joke would work. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does that tell us? Yeah. I mean, I know it's sure it's an exaggeration, and sometimes those people outside are having a good time, and it's all good. But you could at least do the joke. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And everyone in the room would get it. Yeah. And well, yet here's, yeah, like you say, a whole political class going. Oh, I don't know what you mean. It's not like it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Go out. Go out for an hour. Drink for an hour. Book a table, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> And people did. Yeah, yeah. It seemed to pass. I mean, I don't go to bubs anyway, so it's not. I wasn't really. Like, well, and I do, and I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. So really, there you go. It's wasn't really beautiful. hanging out for it. It kind of makes you think whether people are aware of the fact that you can drink at home. Yeah, well, as we're all too painfully aware. It's of that. more of a. It's more of a cultural thing, isn't it? Some people just like a pub. I totally get it. I yeah, and also co- it's interesting because I, th- I wonder how much. Some people, I think, don't like their homes. Yeah. But I mean, that's, this doesn't... Obviously, some people don't get to choose their homes and their homes aren't very nice or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not just that. Yeah. Some people who are quite well settled and have nice houses and everything still don't like being at home. 
And for us as well, pubs have always been a place of work, haven't Yes. And so home, we had an absence makes the heart grow fonder job. Yes. So yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, developed yeah. A, a more yeah. actively positive relationship yeah. with what is, in essence, quite a passive thing. Tennis court's still down. And we're back in, we're going to Priory Park now. Yeah. I haven't been here for so long. Do you remember when we were here and that thing? Uh, I can't quite remember that thing. Do you remember that? Here we go. Aren't we kids? We came here with Mark Got Watson kids once in the park. That's nice. That's really great. That's a nice Teeny sight. Teeny-wee in their high vis. They look like they're going to do some tennis but right now. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> sitting down having a biscuit. <laughs> we went for a walk on... Uh, Hampstead Heath yesterday. Yeah. It was just really nice. Yeah. See people out and about again. And <laughs> the paddling pool is full of little kids. Yeah. They what, are what, really searching for water. The there's no water. <laughs> yeah. <in there>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so maybe we can work it out whereby we get to do some running and, you know, we are just to talk shop for a minute. You know, running commentary is part of this. Uh, uh, lessening of the lockdown, so we're hoping to bring back so getting some going guests. to other places. We almost had a guest in. Getting a guest, we, get, we I don't want to put the kibosh on it, right? But I think that we're hoping that that week that oh. interview has only been delayed by a week. So that's good. So now he can play basketball because that really annoyed me. <laughs> the way they had the partition of the basketball it seemed really pointless. Yeah, they haven't. Not. No, but, but no, but it means you can play around the net. There. But he is running the risk of losing his ball behind that fence. Yeah. Oh. That's okay. That's good. Oh, my foot. Oh, <laughs> you, remember, you remember that? What? Oh, get off my foot. <laughs> John Noakes, the baby elephant. Oh, that's the, still the best thing that ever happened on telly. There's that great thing of... <laughs> John Noakes on a ladder going up Nelson's column, Oh, we were talking about that yesterday because in Trafalgar Square. Right. I remember watching that and thinking, <laughs> yeah. he must be fine <laughs> because it's television. Yeah. And Completely he, untethered, though, wasn't it? He? he was in there, yeah. He's Complete. on a heavy, he's, it's like a, <laughs> like a swing, like a, a little seat made out of a short plank of wood, same as an old like rope swing in a tree, on the end of a big, thick rope. And that's it. Yeah. He, yeah. And he's up cleaning pigeon poo off. Nelson's column. But the way the way in which he got up to that was just a ladder. Yeah. Just that's all it was. Incredible. Absolutely terrifying. Completely fearless, wasn't it? Yeah. And just just like it was nothing going on at all in the world. <laughs> and when they had the uh, baby elephant on, it's just baby elephant getting a little bit excited in the studio. Right. Live children's TV. Yeah. The baby elephant is pooing and weeing all over the floor. <laughs> John Noakes. Slips up, giggling in it. away. Yeah, and then yeah. they're trying to wrap up and say, "Oh, anyway, we'll go on to this thing." And then it stands on his foot and he says, "Oh, get off my foot!" And all the while, the zookeeper, in a brilliantly comic mockery of being above it all, does not acknowledge that it's a TV program at all. Right. He's there. He's older than them. Yeah. He's holding the elephant on a rope, but the elephant obviously is doing his eight times thing. his weight. Yeah. So that doesn't work. So he's being dragged across, slipping yeah. up in the excrement <laughs> and effluvia on the floor, saying all the while, shouting to someone off camera, Martin! <laughs> <laughs> Martin! That, oh, that was television. You don't get television. No. <laughs> 
so we're coming up the back of uh, up from Ali Pally through Priory Park. Got a few nice bits of tarmac on the way back up. Lovely. We're Lovely doing all right. Yeah, very nice. Nice Lucy goosey six and a half seven. And then are you are you you're running home. That's right. As well. It's so this will be so about nice thirteen for you. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll see and then work the rest out of the week. Yeah. Out based on it. It's nice. You know, it is loose in general, you know. It's good for me, because I always have a plan. It's always a kind of rigid schedule. It's good for that to be governed by life to some extent, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm certainly okay with a long run. So, yeah, I'll let you know. I was uh, was actually thinking of booking a slot on Parliament Hill track on Saturday to see how how far I could run in 20 minutes. Just to have a little, because you can. You, don't, you can't do group sessions on there, but you can book it. So, oh, can we'll I come? Go. You can come, of course, okay. if you want to. Is there someone coming down? Watch out! If you want to come on, if you want to, uh, it's a bit of a. Feels like a bit of a dare, dare, double dare. But if you fancy it, yeah. I would just set off and sit and just do... It'd be like doing, you doing your 5K, but yeah. you do it just on a track. And we'll record some... Uh, we can tell everyone about it, but we could not record while we're running. No. That way we can uh, see we what can. we can achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a nice we thought. We could do some before and after. See how you're feeling, but I'll, I'll give them a... I was thinking that... Like I say, I don't... I think your tip for <laughs> racing strangers is a good one. Yeah. Because I really haven't got it in the... It's really not in my nature to think about my running while I'm running. Right. So changing it up during a run yeah. is, uh, is interesting. And also something, things to kind of flip the old mindset. Yeah. Frankly, I'd like to be able to run really fast on a Saturday morning without needing to be hungover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's yeah, yeah. something yeah, about totally. the, the, you know, something about the replacing park run is self-flagellatory. Most yes. of runs are very healthy um um, quite psychologically, you know, I go out and work things through and it right. makes me feel better about myself. I never want to go out on a Saturday morning and run fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, never ever. And that's yeah. part of the fun is, is overriding that, that voice. Yeah. And so whenever I do go fast, it's really like, it's really brutal. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. well, shut up. I feel terrible. Shut up, Rob. Off we go. I can run fast for a bit, but trying to run fastish for 20 minutes, it's quite hard work, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But if anyone else has got any thoughts and tips about this, let's talk. But remember, I don't want to get too technical. I don't want to think about it too hard. Yeah. It's philosophical. That's where we want to fix this. I think that the other thing that we want to do is one day soon we're going to do another Q&A. But I will say if you're new to running comedy, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Um, we did a Q&A last summer. So yeah. I'll post a link to it because it might take a bit of rummaging to find it in the back catalogue. But we'll try not to answer the same questions. Yeah. Because we answered them in a fair amount of detail. So those are fun episodes. Have a look for those. And we'll get some more questions together and do that again what do you think yeah that'd be good fun yeah we'll do that and then uh, our uh, 
Andrew Tunnicliffe in New Zealand went back to Parkrun. Oh, yeah. I've got Oh, wow. What, are they back on in New Zealand, are they? Yeah. Oh. You're jealous, aren't you? Not happy. Good for him. That's great. Oh, I remember when this road surface was brand new and now it's looking a little older. Yeah, it's come it's so uh, far with us. No, we've got another... We've got an ice bit coming up. Yeah. Surely you think if... When you see those scenes in Soho, you think we could have a part run. <laughs> yeah. You do end up at a distance on most people, don't you? Once it settles down, don't you? Yeah. In a parky. That's how maybe graded... I'm sure they've been giving this a lot of thought. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be as keen as anyone to get back to it. That's right. That day will come. Yeah. Morning, Magpie. Someone the other day said... Should have a T-shirt. You should do a Morning Mr. Magpie <laughs> T-shirt. I wanted to point out that I do not say Morning Mr. Magpie. <laughs> I think if we do do the T-shirt, it'll say what I say on it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be another one. Say what I say. Say what I say. So this is the nice bit. Nice bit of tarmac. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, yes. There you go. There he goes on the tarmac. There's a squirrel in the middle of that road. Up further up there. Sorry, it's taking me half an hour to get the camera together. He's gone. Oh, wait. He's left. He's left me. I'm doing a bit of tempo to catch yeah. you up. Qu'est-ce qu'il y a de tempo? Lovely road is. I like the way that one... Around the corner is called Gladwell Road. It's Here quite inspiring. We've got Gladwell Road and Ooh. the Darren and Finn Ooh, Road. Oh, I don't see any problem. Do you see a problem? No, we should be all right. We should be all right. Should be fine. My, my road is such a hive of activity, it's really tiresome. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> is it all on? A, uh, I don't see a problem. Um... Because got a garage, you know. There's a yeah mechanics at the. It's just a little no-through road. Yeah, but it got mechanics down the end of it. Here we go. And they uh, they've never really stopped. No, they've been going throughout, haven't they? At any point in the lockdown, yeah. As soon as there's even slightest bit of lessening, they get busy. Yeah, always incredibly busy on the weekend. Right. People love to get their car fixed on a Friday or Saturday and hang out chatting about it. Yeah. And if they're busy, it spreads up the road. Quite often ends up with someone, you know, as close to me as Just you are Just by your now. window, yeah. By the window <laughs> going... <laughs> and it's, it's a proper backroom garage, isn't yeah, it? It's a right. proper... Well, one of the guys specialises in... You know, kids' noisy motorbikes. Right, yeah, yeah. So you hear that kind of... <laughs> like four miles away, and you think, I know where that's going. It just gets louder and louder. And louder. Yeah. The other day, there was one of those motorbikes going... Vum, vum, and I looked out the window, cycling along the pavement on the other side of the road. Not at the road. That's it. That's it, kickstart. And uh, all of that has been ongoing. And after one early... Quite major set too. Yeah, we've all muddled along quite well. Right, nice. And uh, and then also next door to that, like one door closer to us. Um, in fact, and next door to that, this is why it's gone on so long. Yeah, building work. Right. What they're doing is digging out 
basements under pre-existing houses yeah. to make new underground flats to sell. Oh, God, and, really? Uh, they, really? It's so noisy, and they've been doing it all the time. And again, yeah. they, this the ownership of the road. You know, it's this bloke. Yeah. Delivery, delivery, bloke. Yeah. Sylvia bloke got his mobile phone. He just loves nothing better than to park. That's a park kind of on my face yeah. in the morning and get out and start going. I wanted to say to him the other day, by the way, thanks for putting a note in to say sorry for all the noise yeah. and disturbance yeah, yeah, yeah. the last few months. And he said, I didn't make it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know builders, yeah. when they've got a big day, when they've got a delivery day, well, I was going to say, they start a quarter to eight and that's annoying, but then they're all done by half nine. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, for goodness sake. And the other day, they literally, I heard that the sliding door on the side of a van. Right. A quarter to six. Wow. For a delivery that came at like one minute past six. And then loads and loads of noise. Because like, they're digging underground. There's big trucks coming out. Right. It's like the bit in Batman vs. Hey, Superman mate. where. To see you. Sorry. Where there's a. Uh, Kind of like giant space beam going into the middle of Metropolis. So what we're basically talking about here is... And we want our neighbours to shut up. Things coming back to normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not for them. That's the yeah. other thing. It's been throughout. Yeah. With us, it's a leaf blower every morning. He's back. Back leaf at blowers, 8 a.m. As William Shatner once said, <laughs> leaf blowers, is there anything more futile? Yeah. Do you know this cat? There's a great cat over there. Oh, wow, that's nice. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. C-shaped cat. So listen, that was really nice. How long did we go? Not, what, about six and a half? Hey, I will tell you right now how far we went. Um, yeah, I think I think certainly that would be six. Maybe, maybe I think more. maybe nearly seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a picture of this cat. And then got to get home before my battery runs out of my phone. Otherwise, I won't know how far I went. Oh, no. Can you imagine that? Will it exist? There's the cat. And here's a picture of you, sir. Me and you. No, sir. Sorry about the kids. So what do you want to... I think got the cat <laughs> just uh, got in behind you there. Um, so I'll give you a shout regarding Saturday. Yeah, maybe we do some fast running. If anyone's got any tips on how to access speed that are different to being horribly hungover, then that would be yeah. great. And I, I suppose you're after something a bit more developed than move your legs faster. Yeah, or, yeah. or look at your run watch. Faster. Yeah. <laughs> look, at, go. look at your watch and run to the end and see how, how long it took you, then try and do it quicker. I should try and do that. <laughs> <laughs> Defeat time. Become younger in mind, spirit and body. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, that's always a good one. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.